I broke you. How have you come back? You mean you're the only one who can learn the strength to escape? I did not escape. The child of Ra's al Ghul made the climb. But he is not the child of Ra's al Ghul. I am. What? <coughs> Talia, Al Ghul, here to finish my father's work. Totally had sex. Yes, I, I know. No, like hardcore. Three times. It was all a cruel ploy to gain your confidence. That was a cruel ploy. <laughs> Sign me up for another. It was great. When the mission is at hand, no act is off limits. Oh, I agree. Nothing was off limits. Like an all-you-can-fuck buffet. Okay, Bruce, that's enough. Okay, let's get back on track. You must be wondering how we came to this moment, Mr. Wayne. Let me see if I recollect. Some stuff happened. You sucked my dick. My father. Like a lot. My father never accepted Bane. How was that, by the way? Are you done? I hadn't showered that day, and I fight crime in a rubber suit. Really seals in the flavor. Oh, dude, Jesus. My father only saw a monster who could not be tamed. You tamed my monster. Okay, just shut up, okay? With your mouth. Stop! In two other places. Okay. In an order that would surprise you. Enough! Ass mouth badge. All right, that's it! That is my love you're speaking to. I am her protector. That's ironic, because we didn't use any protection. And I offered! You motherfucker! No, 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 Bane, it's fine. These words will be his last. Her last words were, spit in my mouth! Okay, do you understand what's happening right now? A bomb is about to blow up Gotham, and I've stabbed you. I stabbed you first. Okay. With my dick. I, I got it. Just to clarify, guy who breathes through a crab, it's not the first time one of us has shoved nine hard inches up into somebody's ribs. It wasn't nine inches. Except when I did it to her, she loved it. Enough! Soon you will feel the fire of 12 million souls you failed. So what you're saying is by touching that red spot in just the right way, there's an explosion? Exactly. Uh, get it. You know I'm good at it. I do the alphabet. A is for Alfred. B is for bats. It's a clitoris. I get it. I get it. You don't have to show me. I found it. I'm the world's greatest detective. Give it. <laughs> yes. How does it feel to have something hard penetrate your body? No? Nothing? I mean, I could think of like 10 off of that. I'm sorry. I'm... All sex jokes aside, I am losing quite a bit of blood. You're an idiot. All right, fuck this. I'm just gonna blow up Gotham now. Goodbye, my love. Wait, are you crying right now? Jesus, his face is all wet. Like mine was at the beginning. And he's back. And yours was at the end. Press the button! <sighs> you gave Gordon a way to block my signal. No matter. You bought yourself 11 minutes. What you should buy yourself is another pair of panties. I totally hid these from you when you were in the John. That's a lot of memories. Huh? You want a little? Which one of these tubes do you smell out of? Come on.
Sure. I'll talk it out. Yeah. Let's just have a conversation. Track three. Better not be fucking Dave Matthews Band. Okay. Those of you who don't want to be a part of this can leave now. Derek, please listen to me. But if you choose to stay, which it seems like you guys are choosing... Derek, please. You understand and agree to the following terms and conditions. Derek! One. Derek, this is the virus You talking. hereby waive your right... Derek, please. ...to your own personal bodily integrity. This is not you. Two. Per the state versus Neville Reed, my colleague and I will not be held criminally liable for any felony or misdemeanor that you may be a victim of, including, but not limited to, aggravated assault, aggravated battery, disorderly conduct, destruction of property, mayhem, and first-degree murder. And three, terms and conditions may change or be updated whatever the fuck I want! Consider yourselves notified. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Describe the ruckus, sir. Does this mean we're not friends anymore? debuting our brand new podcast show hopefully this all goes well yeah this is something a little bit different that dj anubis sprung on me and i actually am really excited to start i um i didn't know what to think because i was not given anything to prepare and his whole idea really is to surprise me yeah, it's, it's a little bit of that. Like, I mean, obviously, as we go forward, there will probably be some albums she, our band she'll be more familiar with. This one, she won't be right off the bat, but uh, I do think she'll enjoy some of it. Um, 
basically the show is designed to go back and reflect on albums that I feel are like perfect records. So when this came out in 2018, it made my best up but it didn't make it on the initial cut so when we did like our best of show for 2018 you it, hadn't listened to it yet right i didn't discover it till like january of 2019 so but it was it came out in october of 18 so i never even heard of it till the last minute so when i checked it out i fell in love with it and it's like a late addition that didn't make the actual podcast that we had done or anything like that but uh, definitely an album that I always listen to a lot and uh, figured if we go back and revisit some of our favorite records that we think are like perfect tens then you know it'd be kind of fun to go by song by song and review what we thought of the song what we liked or what we disliked uh, even if she comes out saying like I like half of it you know whatever mm-hmm. the case is that's, and that's why we're calling it classic reflections, reflections. yep and that was that was kind of a a little bit of brainstorming between the two of us it was kind of fun because i was kind of being stupid i was like we're gonna call it sit and spin like sit and listen to a record spin and he's like right. no that sounds like sit and have something sp- you're sitting and spinning and we were just kind of like fooling around with the idea and i was like reflections that's we're, we're having a re- and he and then we both went Classic Classic Reflections. reflections. (laughs) So I think this is honestly another labor of love for us. And everything that we do together is a labor of love. Like every YouTube, every podcast, we're, we're really just trying to get information out there and share with our friends and other people who might hear about it. So... Mm-hmm. Others can learn about different bands or different artists that we've talked to. I mean, we've had some really amazing interviews in the past that I I think we should probably, you know, re-release so it's more... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been dabbling with different ideas. I mean, we're trying to do more interviews. We just interviewed Norman Skinner who is the new vocalist for Forbidden Now, and uh, that's up on our YouTube channel. Uh, I've got some other interviews in the works that I'm trying to work on. Of course, I'm going to start reaching out to a little bit more uh, outside of Norman, a little more notable bands that you know people might be familiar with, uh, if I can have anything set up. But, you know, besides that, the top five uh, albums of the week that I'm putting out there, if you haven't seen our, our movie reviews we got out there, so we're doing a lot of different things. We're keeping ourselves busy with different stuff. But as far as like the audio portion, definitely going to try to put this up on YouTube when it's done. But it's only going to be audio only. But we'll see how it goes. If it, if people are interested in it, on that part of it, great. If not, you can always go to Podbean and listen to it there or any of the uh, uh, podcast links that we have like Player FM or whatever. And you can always check it out on those different things there. And honestly, we just... We're just trying to get the word out. Yeah, it's all about just sharing the music, letting people know what's out there and what we think of it, and mm-hmm. maybe have you discover something you haven't discovered before. And that's really sort of the point of some of this. Uh, today's band is a band called They, and they're out of Dallas, Texas. My initial thought when listening to this record is they, they throw a lot of different things at you. They are a bit of a prog band. Uh 
but they kind of bring in so many different influences and it's really weird because at times they can sound almost like a classic rock band with some of the keyboards and and the guitar sounds and then there's other points where they remind me a lot of like later day cynic or death or even gorgira so there's like a lot of different things going on in here but we're gonna go song by song we're gonna play you a song we're gonna talk about it uh, our thoughts on it and then we'll go to the next song and so on so let's just be honest this is a nice way for us just to get together and listen to an album in its completion yeah without you know any interruptions and i like He'll give me things to listen to, and my God, I have this little USB drive that I still, I know I've gotten maybe one fiftieth through it. We listen to things together very rarely. Well, Normally, I'm, he'll give me things to listen to, and I'll listen to them, but yeah. I'm away from him, and there will be times where I... Texting and driving is bad, but I will text him, oh my god, this was a, an amazing song, and I'll mm -hmm. like just take a picture of my radio with the name of the, the band and the song, and he's like, oh yeah, you're checking them out right now? I'm even further behind than he is. He stays on top of all this new music a lot more than me, and so it's nice to sit here, listen to something with him, and be able to hear his thoughts while I give my thoughts at the same time. Now, I'm listening to this for the first time in full. He's listened to it before, so just keep that in mind. If I say something that y'all don't agree with, I apologize. I, I don't apologize. Well, just I'm your just opinion, so. yeah. I'm just this is fresh for me. Mm -hmm. um, not all of these will be fresh, but you know what I mean. Uh, the band consists of Chris Parker, who plays electronic synths, programming, acoustic guitar. Andrew O'Hearn as vocals and acoustic guitar. Then I guess his brother David O'Hearn. Is lead guitar, acoustic guitar, and guitar synths. Christopher Jackson on rhythm guitar, acoustic guitar, 12 string. Jeff Plant on bass guitar, and then Matt Thompson on drums. They did have another list of guest musicians, so they put a lot of thought in this when they made it. So there's a lot of different guys uh, contributing to this record. Uh, the artwork, which I think is amazing, the album's called Unspeakable, and it's done by Tyler Gentry. The band does not have, like, a lot of info. Like, I couldn't even find them on Facebook or Twitter or anything. They only have a band camp that I'm aware of. They did... The info I did get was coming from uh, a site called Prague Archives, and they, you know, specify on Prague bands and albums. So that's why I was able to get, like, the band members and stuff. So if I ever get lucky or if they ever come across this and I have a chance to interview any of them, I would love to do it because... It's an album I think that people need to pay attention to who are fans of rock and metal, and I think they'd really love it. Uh, Jason Stefan, who we know, would probably... I think I've introduced this band to him before. I don't remember how he thought about it, but he's a big prog guy. So if you're into prog music, this is a band that I think you really need to check out with this album. All right, so tell us what the first um, song is. So our first song is called Sacred Geometry. And oh, Sacred Geometry. So what, what's the title of the entire album again? Unspeakable. Unspeakable. So Sacred Geometry in like the paranormal black arts world, Sacred Geometry is something that you use as um, not so much like conjuring or anything, but that's how people have always been able to look look into the paranormal or um and i it's crazy that i even know that because i was just 
That's cool. I didn't know that. <laughs> so that's what sacred geometry is. And I, I don't know if that goes along with the theme of this mm-hmm. album, but when you're, if you would like just Google sacred geometry, a lot of that would come up and it, it's, you know, it's showing that math has been able to predict or communicate with the paranormal or alien species as well. Um, I do not know sacred geometry. It's the way that I understand it, it is part math and part, you know, belief and into something. But, you know, it could all be just crap. I don't know. I But it's cool that the name of this is Sacred Geometry and it makes me think maybe this is leading into a paranormal style. Maybe. I, so, like, again, there's so little about the band and, like, I don't think you can find it. I think I do have the CD. I think I did eventually buy it. Uh, I wish it was on vinyl, but either way, like, I have to double check to see the amount of lyrics for it real quick when we're listening to the song. But, okay. Uh, yeah, so here it is. Their first track opening up the record is Sacred Geometry. Awesome. Day. We all choose our own fate.
little bit of a deeper dive into sacred geometry and um, basically I the, the the definition is ascribes symbolic and sacred meanings to certain ge geometric shapes and certain geometric proportions it is associated with the belief of divine creator of the universal geometer and um, when I was reading about sacred geometry before it was kind of it was for this but in the text of paranormal how they use that for investigations explanations etc this song really takes to what the true Definition meaning of, yeah. of sacred geometry is and i'm looking at some of the symbols i mean like the yin yang symbol is sacred geometry um the eye i don't know what the correct term for that eye with the with the triangle that's sacred geometry and that's also an illuminati symbol too kind of. <laughs> see i was gonna think illuminati uh -huh. yeah but or the uh what's the one we always talk about all the time the uh something masters or uh the the white guys with the rings that we always make fun oh, the of the shriners shriners yeah oh yeah i love the shriners i um but but looking at these pictures the music sounds like sacred geometry like they've captured what the sound of sacred geometry and the feeling of sacred geometry could be yeah i like the the difference in tempo mm -hmm. they're so versatile with how they go from like a certain style to mix it up to almost funk like uh it's really really cool i felt like it was flowing like it would kind of oh, yeah. ebb and flow and yep. ebb and and i really liked that and i'm just shocked that they haven't had a lot more um play you know it, it, it's a completely well it's like one of those weird song. things because you know like i said there's not a lot of information on them, and i don't think they really push themselves so i don't know like how much promotion they've done on their own at, like because they're from texas but like i'm sure almost no one's heard of them really it's outside of select few uh but i don't know how much push they have because like i said i don't think they have any social media uh yeah, you said you couldn't find a lot on mm -hmm. them, and uh, how did you actually get the album? Bandcamp, yeah. Interesting. So, it's just, you know, someone mentioned it, and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to look at this, and sure enough. All right, well, let's go into track two. Uh, this is called Beneath the Serpents, and uh, yeah, so let's give this a whirl. Beneath the Serpents. Yeah. Okay, let's hear it.
Beneath the Serpents, track number two from They's Unspeakable. And uh, one thing I noticed right off the bat was the voice effects kind of really, that's where it kind of reminded me of Cynic a lot. Because um, some of their later day stuff, even from Focus a little bit, there's some of those voice effects that are in there. Uh, the bass play so far has been exceptional. Yes. Uh, really, really enjoyed that. There's even a bit of a cool violin portion in there for I a like quick moment. I like that too. And then there's like also this with the keyboards, and I didn't really notice it like when I usually listen to it, but between that and some of the guitar like soloing, which is not like anything fancy, but it's just you know going along with the keyboards, but it has like this almost 80s pop vibe, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. So they're really incorporating a lot of different stuff in their music and their writing, and it's just really cool to hear. I enjoyed that song a lot. From the beginning um it's very evident that this band is trying to create a feeling a flow a vibe however you might want to say it with their music you can hear it the way that they're you know presenting everything you can hear the differences in the music at times that are you know it's really trying to portray a little bit of you know something i don't want to say cool but yeah, yeah unique so, what is the next song on this album? So, next we have the actual title track called Unspeakable. Unspeakable. So, here we go. All right. Track three.
Three Unspeakable. I loved it. Loved it. I loved it. Yeah, you mentioned the uh, the robotic sound in there. Like, I think they used that little box for the effects. And, like, we saw Grudel from Enslaved do it the other night mm -hmm. for a couple of the songs he was on. He was up there playing around. I think Blake uses something similar to that to make those effects and whatnot. Uh, early on in the song, it was cool because the acoustics were really cool. Remind me a little bit. I don't know if they were using what they call, if I get it right, the digridoo. Digridoo, yeah. It almost sounded like something like they were doing. It reminded me of Telesma a little bit mm -hmm. early on there. Oh, wow, Telesma. And then the keyboard work, uh, there were some portions of it early on that reminded me of the classic era with the doors. kind of had that sort of doorsy sound to it. So whether or not that was an influence in the song, I don't know. But either way, it was really cool. Uh, I really dug that. Really interesting, too. Um, I, I did like this a lot. Um, and I felt like... Okay, so every every track so far, I keep saying that you can tell that this band is going for a feeling, mm -hmm. and I I don't know enough about them to, but this is what it it seems like they're trying to create some kind of atmosphere in each song to put forward whatever they're going for, and it's perfect. It's it's this feeling. It's I really just like how every song is different but they kind of follow a similar pattern mm -hmm. so yes every song has you know different uh some acoustics in it or or some of the electronic sounds to it but what i'm really hearing is a similar pattern in each song um without it being um like What's the word? Um, wankery? No, not wankery. Um, so they're using a similar pattern in their songs, but it's not redundant. That's what right, I was right. trying oh, to yeah, say. Yeah. Every song so far has been different mm -hmm. than the one before so, that, except for the feeling that you're describing. And it was interesting because I remember years ago when we saw Telesma a lot more locally, uh, Joanne had said that Telesma is music that you can taste. And I think that's kind of like what we're seeing here because both bands I like that. use a bit of psychedelicness and Prague obviously is incorporated into that. But yeah, it is a feeling. It's about almost like a spiritual awakening or a spiritual journey, which I think is what we're kind of feeling. We're on a journey. Yeah. 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 That's pretty, it's pretty far out. It's far out, man. <laughs> it's really far out. All right, well, let's get into track four. This is uh, basically title after the band. This is called They. All right. <laughs>
That is they. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Again, just kind of following that same format a little bit, doing different things. Uh, summer vibe, I guess, between the songs. But uh, I guess this is sort of part of the album where it kind of just, there isn't anything really branching out new-wise, but staying in the theme of everything that's going on that we've heard already. Maybe it's more like um, they're building. Mm -hmm. You know, this is just like, I, I feel like this whole album should be an entire construct you know yeah like you're not you shouldn't take each song at face value mm -hmm. and i think that's how they made this as i'm listening through this album everything is it seems like it does have a beginning middle and end and we'll it's all part of that journey exactly like we're gonna go through some sort of journey listening to this and, and I, sometimes albums will do that they'll kind of like you know start out this way and then kind of go through a groove uh you know up and down roller coaster type thing where they're just lulls and highs ebbs and flows as they call and it flows. I, I love it um so far so good i have zero complaints about this album at all I and think trust me she's pretty picky about the kind of prog she like she loves devon townsend she loves dream theater but there's other stuff that she's like uh no thank you <laughs> i'll be like is this the same song yeah yeah she's not even a big fan of cynic so that would tell you that like hmm I mean, she'll like a couple songs from them, obviously, because they do a lot of different things, too. But I think for me with Prague is how you do it. Um, she doesn't like it necessarily too long. That's the good thing about a lot of these songs. They're like between three and five minutes. They don't get too lengthy. Like They kind of stay within a particular range. And I think that's what I'm starting to really like is they have each song has a voice. And... I don't call it like a purpose on the album, but you know what I mean. Like each song has its purpose. And sometimes when these other progressive songs come out, you know, they're 15 minutes long and they do 500 different things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think with this band, they, they're, they are, they. they're, they're looking more to take each song and use it as a journey through how they feel and and i'm i'm okay with that because i've seen what was it beneath the barrier to me i believe yep uh-huh that would be the best. Uh, i was like it just the songs were not cohesive um if they would have turned it into different songs it well, just, yeah because they, they would oftentimes when they start to go down to a certain tempo, you would think the song was over, and then they start right back up. And, and and like, oh, I, it's the same song. And I, I f that kind of tires on me. It wears on me. It bores me. Mm -hmm. Where something like this gets straight to the point. It's, it's not. It's the straight to the stuff. point. But every every single like I said, every single song so far that I've heard has been a little bit different, but still the same. Right. And I know they're trying to convey that that feeling and that flow and that vibe where some other prog bands they want to try and put 17 vibes in a 15 minute long song right and i i get lost like it doesn't it doesn't impact me maybe it'll start off okay but by the time it's over i'm like it almost feels like a waste of time. You're I'm like, like, is this still playing? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't feel like they, for me, and that's just my opinion. I am not a 
like a and as frog expert. And it, well, I sometimes have the doom metal too. Like it can at times get like you know, like I, I love my share of doom metal, but do I necessarily need like one song that lasts for an hour? Not really. I mean, it's cool they can do that because uh, you know you have to have the stamina to continue to play for that long. But like I'm just, ah. Yeah, I'm, I'm good after about seven minutes. I, you know, I find my vibe. I mean, even Ruins, it goes at 12 or 13 minutes. That's good enough. Like, I, beyond that, I'm like, really, dude? <laughs> I don't need that much more. I feel like if they would play in, you know, a concert or something, an awesome, like, back set piece, kind of like what we saw at Enslaved with the video. And oh, yeah. Well, that, yeah, who knows what they would do if they did do it live. Um, I don't know if they ever played live, but... I think that we're doing something that's a little, I don't want, obscure compared to, like, oh, we're going to review Iron Maiden or something. Right, right. I like kind of hypothesizing so much about this band because I don't know much about them at all. And hearing something for the first time and not knowing anything, I have all these, like ideas in my head so i don't know who i would reach out to or well they do have a contact on our band camp so maybe at some point i'll, I'll kind of try to see if i can reach out and get an interview with somebody from the band or the i would band love itself. to hear what they have to say about this album because it's certainly you know thus far a very interesting record like obviously i've heard it before i really love the record but for her to like kind of enjoy what she's hearing is it, it intrigues her so she'd probably like a gazillion questions for these mm -hmm. guys like what does this mean what did you do here what does this mean you know so you know and, and I, don't, I don't know i don't know what they're like i said for a band that doesn't have like a huge media presence like it's 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 wondering if it's just did they all just get together put this together just to be for fun maybe for fun but not like uh, a career or anything i don't know like there's just so little about them that's known and but they are a very interesting band and they put a lot of thought into this like the artwork's beautiful the the music's beautiful and uh so like they're doing a lot of different things a lot of things that i enjoy so uh i'd love to pick their brain uh brains apart a little bit on this so let's move on to uh, next right. track here this is a track called moving forward
guys are like so talented. Musicians, like they're just so so good. Like it's crazy. <laughs> what did you call it? How it was? Uh... Yeah, like so we talked about how the last song, like you know, they're still taking us on this journey. But with the last song, you kind of say, well, you're this, on the is, way. this isn't this isn't like the strongest song on the record. But then this song's titled "Moving Forward," and all of a sudden it's like reinvigorating. So it's hit, it's hitting you with a shot to the chest, like. And I was saying during the um, listening phase that it sounds like, oh, you're on your journey and you've hit, maybe this is like my first bump in the road. Mm -hmm. uh, this one how it shows, again, some of the psychedelicness, the trippiness about the song. Uh, one thing I noticed when it picks up in a song that I never picked it up before was it really, between the bass and the way they were arranging the vocals mm -hmm. and stuff, Remain. I don't know if you remember Infectious Grooves with Robert Trujillo and Mike Murphy from Suicide Tennessee's. Mm -hmm. it, it sounded a lot like that stuff. So that was really cool, uh, the way that was designed uh, with that particular song. So that was fun. That was fun. It it it, it, it kind of remind like you're going down a sliding board. Mm -hmm. That that's what that song yeah. kind of gave me. Like, kind of, <laughs> that there's that one point in the song where it kind of did that. Yeah, they got these effects going, and so, like, they use a lot of it towards the end. It's like, zoom, 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 zoom. <laughs> the sliding board song. But I, I think this, you know, it really speaks to the name of the song. It is moving forward. We're still on our journey. We're going forward, and we're going to keep at it, even though we might have hit a bump in the road. And so, moving on, we have the next track here. This one's actually a shorter one. This is about two minutes and 44 seconds. This is called Geometric Reprise.
Geometric Reprise. They, we were reviewing Unspeakable, their record, in full length. We're taking song by song on our classic reflections, our brand new uh, podcast we're doing, hoping that people will catch on and enjoy it as we go back and reflect on certain albums and talk about them and whether or not we feel the same or even enjoy it more than we did initially. Or in the case of Necker, who's discovering this record for the first time. What I really liked first, they're calling it geometric reprise. Reprise. I don't even. I, people pronounce it differently. Um, they're definitely calling back to their opening. That's track, what I was gonna yeah. say, and it kind of reminds me of um, if anybody else has seen like uh, musicals. They do that in musicals, and lots of musicals are different styles too. Hair is a musical. That's a huge '70s musical. Um, you, you know the song Aquarius that came from the musical Hair. Yeah. You know, this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. So anyway, they're treating this, again, like I keep reiterating, they're treating this as a full concept, as Story. a full yeah. piece of work. They, they believe in what they're doing. What I really, I, I kind of mentioned this while we were listening, I really liked, even though this was a short piece, it reminded me of six especially when that little part with the keyboards mm -hmm. i was like sounds like sticks <laughs> yeah and i was gonna say man like if you take a band like this how cool would it be for them to do a cover or come sail away mm -hmm. like what they can do with it because that would be amazing but yeah uh the immediate feel of this song like i started thinking of paradise being on a beach uh, and actually recalled me a little bit back to the video for Devin Townsend's uh, Genesis. So it's, it's, it's got this Townsend feel about it. A little bit pop. You got 80s pop in there again. A little bit of the vibe. Uh, just a lot of fun. Uh, really cool uh, song, of course. And it's really hard to describe this band. Like, you can't just kind of put them in a little box and say that's it. This, yeah. this band is truly different um i i would say yes they are on the prog side um that would be the best way to kind of say like mm -hmm. they're they're progressive but with lots of other influences but that's that's kind of the cool thing about this band because i like a lot of different styles i like avant-garde music but the problem with avant-garde sometimes is that it can be a little bit too well, too avant-garde yeah it's just doing too many different things and so you don't get into like a, an emotional groove with the music so as technical and as cool as it might be this kind of stuff it has like a purpose and it has as you said earlier mm -hmm. a, a story to tell a journey and you can feel the emotion out of the music it's again music you can taste like it's just i love that music you can taste yeah so going on to our next track here it's called swallow black rain <laughs> Swallow black rain. Drop beneath the 
first thought is what I literally just said before we went on the air. This is highly complex music. I am enjoying this immensely. Yeah, you know, you can probably argue maybe there's two or three songs that maybe overall probably could have been left off. But then again, when you're writing something that's supposed to be like a, a part a of a full story, concept, yeah. yeah. So you have to kind of put the songs in there and make it work. So, but that, that's a great thing. You don't really lose interest. You're just kind of like, yeah, this is good. I can listen to this. Like, and this is why, to me, this is a record that I could listen to front to back with no problem. Like, I don't get bored with it. I don't like, you know, it's not something I'm gonna like say, oh, we got to skip this song, you know, like, it just flows. It's very good at flowing with one another. And so far, I, I like the order that they've put through. It, you know, it's, it's it makes sense. Yeah. And that's the idea if, if you're going for a full conceptual type of album, not necessarily a, a concept album like uh, King Diamond, where you're telling a literal story. Right. But this is more like a concept album that is... Uh, Musically driven. Musically, yeah, musically driven, and um, I really would like to interview this band. I, it's insane. I want to know, like, <laughs> what their story was. Like, how did you come up with something like this? Yeah, it, it's pretty clever stuff, and, like, the like again, the musicianship is just amazing and top-notch. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so our next track here is we got one, two, three, four, five songs left. And uh, this next one is called Ulterior Motives. Mm. How long is it? It's five minutes. Mm. This is one of their longer ones. Oh, no, there's another one that's seven minutes there. The yeah. last one, yeah.
pretty crazy song there's a lot of stuff to like about um early in the song the keyboards were using uh basically a piano a piano tone Mm -hmm. uh you know stepping away from the synthesizers a little bit just a little bit more piano-ish um great use of the acoustic guitars again mixed in there uh then uh, some of the like even though they've used some rough vocals in some of the other songs so far this one it was starting to get a bit more darker Mm -hmm. like a more angrier version of the 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 rough vocals uh and then again towards the middle there's another great change up in there and then they go back into it uh but you said like earlier like it does have that devin townsend feel again like that's something that devin would do vocally to change it up this was, I mean, I don't know if it's influence, but it feels Devin Townsend style. He, um, 
Devin Townsend tends to do that on all of his projects, yeah. where he he kind of expands. It, it might be the heavy metal, you know, strappy young lad, but he still kind of expands it more than what you expect from a heavy metal album. Mm -hmm. I um, I honestly, for one, think this was my favorite song on the album so far. I I said to DJ Anubis, I was like, it sounds like they're swimming. Like, it, <laughs> yeah. the, the song sounds like you're swimming. I, I don't know how that makes any sense, but that's the feeling I get when I when I hear this song. Yeah, it's Just pretty cool. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. But I'm really happy that you've shown this to me because I'm really digging it. And it kind of... You know, we just went to see Enslaved, what, two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. It really kind of piggybacks on, on that, you mm -hmm. know, the, the awesome experience that it is to see Enslaved, where they take similar... It's it's a lot heavier than this, clearly, but they ha Enslaved has that in them, where they're... Yeah, they're both basically prog bands, but they approach it differently, mm -hmm. you know. So... What is our next song? So this one I was actually discussing with Neko before we started this venture. And uh, when I got the album, obviously, um, I loved it. But uh, more recently, within the last five to six months, I discovered that this song was actually a cover. Oh! And I just happened to be perusing YouTube and I saw it like... Neko knows, her and I, we do love Gary Newman's stuff, both old and new. Mm -hmm. So going back to his 80s pop stuff. To and we old, like, every, ever since we saw that whole documentary he did, yeah. we, we have so much like respect for his life and what he's went through and and but, you really understand how he's made music. Like. Yeah, and like when I was perusing YouTube, I knew he was part of another band like called the Tubeway Army. So I saw um, a video for Down in the Park, and I was like, no way, this is the same song. Oh, wow. Because I knew this song from this record. So like, I went and played it, and then sure as fuck, it's the original track. Oh, shit. So I, you know, of all the bands that they could have covered, they... <laughs> Uh, doing Gary Newman or Two-Way Army is very cool. Like, I think... It, and they do put their own spin on it, so... Maybe after this is all over, I'll take Neko to go watch the original version because there is some similarities, but they do their own spin on it. So uh, it's just really cool like that they did that. And I'm, I'm a big Gary Newman fan. So uh, here we're going to go with Down in the Park. Awesome. It's very cool, very funky. <laughs>
I really did. Yeah, like you could tell. Uh, I couldn't tell initially, obviously, but once you've got the idea. Well, you put it in my head. Right, so. right. Uh, yeah, so I've always loved that, like, when it comes to, like, the tracks that I put on my, my iPhone or my iPod, you know, to listen to. That's one of them that I always enjoy listening to because it's a great spin. Like, even when I go back to listen to original, which is very good, uh, what they've done with it is made their own and, and put some spin on it, which is really fucking amazing. Uh, the, the cool, rough vocals in it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, like, I really like a lot of that. And I think it fits perfectly in with the whole album. Like, mm-hmm. you know... Yeah, they're not straying too, too far or anything. They're just, that one's like, that's something they could have used for a hit if they wanted to do it, per se, you know? I really, this is just blowing my mind that not as many people are talking about they, and it's blowing my mind. They need to. They need to. I. <laughs> that's the whole point of this. <laughs> I really, I'm surprised I didn't know as much about them either. Yeah, it's just, I can't, I don't know. I gotta try to contact them somehow. I hope you do. Alright, so into our next track here. This is called Lost and Found. And, mm-hmm. you know, I couldn't tell you if there's any other covers on this because I didn't expect the last one to be one. Now, when I think Lost and Found, of course, I think Prong, but I, from what I recall, this is nothing like that song. So. <laughs> uh, but, you know, stranger things will happen. But, yeah, I don't think this is anything to do with the one by Prong. But this is called Lost and Found.
Lost and Found. I think that one actually is my favorite. I know I said... Um, I said the last one was my favorite, but this but one's, this my, one's favorite. my favorite. But this one's my favorite. Cool thing about early in that song, um, there's a portion of it that reminds me of a song called uh, Freeze Don't Move by the band Varka, which is also sort of a prog thrashy band. And uh, I know that my friend Jason discovered that band through me, but... Uh, immediately when I heard a portion of that song, it reminded me of that particular song, which was really cool. So again, Prague Connection, maybe? Maybe some influence? I, love I don't the, know. I love the Prague Connection. That would be like, that would be a great band name. Is there a Prague Connection? Prague Connection. Probably not yet. <laughs> or like a great podcast. If, I mean, you'd be like, no. No. you do that with someone else. No. <laughs> you and Jason can do that together. All right. Any of the Jasons. I know they all like Prague. The Jasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like the uh, the pickup and tempo and aggression in that song. Uh, it's very uh, very cool. I, I I I was just like kind of speechless with the song. Honestly, that's mm. what I just like listened and enjoyed it from the beginning to the end. I wasn't trying to search for higher meaning or anything. And because I've always already established in my head that this song was part of a bigger you know construct that they've done for this entire album, I just as soon as it hit from the beginning, I was like, I'm just going to soak this in. And that's literally what I did. I didn't talk at all during, while it was playing, except for, this is my favorite song. Yeah, that's all she said. This is my favorite song. My so, favorite song. I, I have to say, um, kudos. I've enjoyed this album thus far. And um, thank you for sharing this with me. All right, we're getting down to two more. The next track up is called Moth.
Rocking and rolling. That was a. That was like a. I hate calling it like a filler song, because it was a good song. But it was totally like a traveling song. Like it was meant to move the album along. Yeah. Well, there's we talked about it before. It was like these. This kind of like up and down, ebb and flow thing. Because you go from. You know, starting out this way, then you're kind of doing this, where you could say it's a filler song. I know it sounds negative, I, I don't want to say really that in a negative way. I, 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 maybe it, I should call it more purpose. of a traveling song. Right. Like, it, it it's moving purpose. through the album. Right. So it doesn't stand out quite as much as some of the other ones, but it's it has a design to be there. It's all part of the, as you call it, the construct. So, good song. Uh but it won't be as memorable as, say, Lost and Found or some of the other ones. Yeah, Lost, Lost and Found. Wow. Uh, yeah, I think because, uh, like, David O'Hearn, one of the brothers, he plays lead guitar and some vocals. And Andrew, the brother, also does some vocals and acoustic guitar. So I'm not really sure. Like I said, when I go to their band camp uh, or when I went to the, actually, the info I got was from Prague Archives. And they had said that there's some other musicians who contributed to this record so some might be doing some of the rougher vocals i don't know um not really sure how that plays out gonna try to see if i can contact these guys to see if i can get an interview because i really would like to interview i know neko would too because mm -hmm. we're very curious about a I lot mean, we're, of that. we're just enjoying this yeah i mean i've always loved a record but you know we're kind of just late bloomers in terms of getting around and doing more interview stuff for metal bands and rock bands so this is our attempt to try to revisit some stuff. I mean, obviously, if we did something like King Diamond Them, which would be an album that would come up at some point, I don't think I can get King Diamond for an interview. Be yeah, awesome he, if I, I think could. he's very busy. He, yeah. he has no he's time too for busy us. for us. Uh, maybe these guys are too, but either way, uh, I would love to pick their brain about this. Record. I would too. They're, they just sound like super awesome people. Yeah. Well, down to our last track on the album of Unspeakable. This is called Pseudo Gray. And then we'll be back to talk about it after this. All right.
reality of the world with which we're presented. It's as simple as that. Pseudo Grey. Again, calling back to a couple of other songs within the album. That's so what I. That's it's a what nice I was little saying. book I was in like, there. Ooh. Ooh. They wrote this like a Broadway show without it being a Broadway show. They took that kind of journey. Concept. Where yeah. each thing means something. Every song had its purpose, and this whole. The last song was quite long. Because it was closing out the entire album. So what you don't know is that Neko is a great FBI agent. <laughs> she can find anybody anywhere. Stop so, it! That sounds very stalky. I was well, just well. No, attempting. no, we're in the process of trying to to find these guys because we're trying to like see if we can get an interview with oh. them. Like it's important to us. And we're we're having we're a, important people. We're not important. people. We're very important. We're people. happy people and passionate people, and um. You know this this album is amazing. Mm-hmm. I I'm wondering like if this was just a one time thing. You, you know, well for the it's band. possible because of all the collaborations they've got with the extra people and whatnot. So, and that's great. Like it's not that I'm expecting them to 
because they're not even listed on the Metal Archive, so at least this, this particular project. We found out they're part of a band called Shaolin Death Squad, which is kind of cool. They got mass. They, they're definitely martial arts fans. And we're getting ready to check that out, too. And we're all... We're all about We're that. all about martial arts, too, so here at Metal Time Radio. So reality is we're hunting down these guys. We're going to stalk them until they do an interview with <laughs> we're us. We're going to stalk them until they're our, they're our friends. <laughs> we're going to bother them so much that like we got to know about this record. I am definitely going to um, but the great thing is, message them because I, I, first of all, I want to check out Shallow and Death, Death Squad. Squad. And, yeah. and two, you know, the way that they um, spell their names is very unique. So I think I might have found the person and maybe they'll talk to me maybe they won't yeah because i mean even if we talked about this record like they do have other things going on so i'd like to pick their brains about some of the other projects around because that'd be a lot of fun then we could check those out as well so it, it, it could lead to other things uh whether or not they're gonna have time they look like in some cases they have families which you know is always important uh but if they can find time to just chat with us for an hour uh, that would be awesome. Like, I would just love to kind of, like, talk about it. I would, bit. too. I, I, you know, I love when you show me things that are under my radar, or out of my, I don't know what it under is. The under the radar. Hidden gems. Hidden gems. And this song just, the whole album, everything just kind of, it sounds so cheesy, spoke to me. Mm-hmm. But I do like what you said about Joanne and I do apply this here. It is music that you can taste. Mm-hmm. Yep, great. So yeah, I'm gonna try to definitely gonna get this on Podbean for everybody for podcasters and the podcasters uh, podcaster sites that you people are already uh, uh, subscribed to. Uh, Kevin Tarrant, I know you'll probably be checking this out. So good on you. I'll make a shout out to you, brother. Uh, but then on the other side, I'm going to try to get this on YouTube. Um, hopefully, I mean, I don't think the band's going to care that we're playing their music, but sometimes YouTube's very picky about shit. But because these guys are so under the radar, even with most metal and rock fans, I don't think YouTube's even going to like, who? Who are they? I, it's who, scared, who are they? It, it's sad that they are because they're so phenomenal. Yeah, but like you said, if this was something they just said, you know, we're just going to put together this record for fun and we're just going to put it out there and see what happens so maybe that was one of the reasons why they didn't push it very hard because if they've got other bands that are more involved in then that might be part of the issue there i mean that was kind of like what we, when we spoke with nunu the black metal devin townsend right um <laughs> he does it for his own personal enjoyment and that's one thing I completely respect the shit out of with him. Mm-hmm. He's not out there, like, just... He's not selling his soul. He loves... Well, he might be selling he his might soul. Be, oh, yeah, he is. He is, yeah, he is the black metal Devin Townsend. But yeah. he... When he creates his music, it's a whole conceptual thing that he does. And he'll, he'll take time. You know, he gets a day or two, and he'll just... It's completely almost... Um, improv at times oh it is very he, he says he gets an idea like he doesn't just, even think twice he just says it comes to me and i just write it down and play it and then that's it and that just blows my mind he's not out there for for months weeks whatever writing music playing with things he gets in and he does what he feels at the time mm-hmm. 
and I love things like this by they this album by they I hate that it's they because I'm speaking <laughs> of the band they I I enjoy something that it, this this whole album has a pulse has a feeling you know kudos thank you for sharing this with me yep thank you guys too for putting this out there and uh, I'm so glad I discovered it I'm glad I'm able to do something like this and help spread the word a little bit so you owe us an interview <laughs> just kidding i'm not so you're, you're the one you telling me i'm the stalker yeah no but uh i do appreciate that this record's out there it's a beautiful record uh top to bottom and uh thanks again guys and for the rest of you that are checking this out i hope you enjoyed it as much as we do uh we hope to do more things like this down the road obviously uh so yeah, give us some likes. If I put it on YouTube, you know, let us know. Give us some comments, even on Facebook or whatever. Let us know how you feel about this particular type of podcast. Do you enjoy it? Do you think it's a good thing to do? Uh, got any recommendations? Uh, I'm always up for anything that I may not have heard. I have things in the uh, back burner in terms of albums that I plan on doing at some point with Neko. But if you have something that you think that we should be doing... Uh, like this then let me know I'll be glad to put it in there and check it out and maybe do it for you so let's 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 get the word out about these guys all right so we'll see you next time thank you for tuning in to metal tavern radio and uh, appreciate the support thank you very much <laughs>